future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. Doesn't look quite as bad today. No, it's a lot better today. Not quite as ominous. Yesterday was just weird all it, around. It was a weird day. Everybody in the city was weird. I felt weird. I don't know. I felt weird. Everyone I talked to felt weird. It just felt like really, I don't know, just eerie outside. Yeah. Yeah. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Yeah, Hello. That, that car ride home was not fun. No, no. Luckily, Sarah gave me a ride home yesterday because it it was pouring bad. It was, it was like a, it was like a like when I lived in London. That was the kind of rainstorm that we had in London because that's how it was every time it rained. It was just yeah. like downpour, like you're under a shower like shower nozzle. Yeah, and I had taken the bus yesterday, and I forgot that now our bus stop is apparently usually taken over by the homeless guy who sleeps in it. So I probably <laughs> wouldn't have been able to stand in there. <laughs> Because I'd be invading his home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get out of my home. <laughs> get out of my house. Yeah, so uh, so that was uh, nice to get a ride. Thank no, you. No, that was, but it was terrifying because everyone, you know, is out there just driving crazy, trying to get where they're trying to go, you know, just pissed that it's raining, you know, and even though we were in like the rainiest state in the entire fucking yeah, country. But see, that's the thing, though, about Portland is over half the people aren't from the Northwest, mm-hmm. and so they don't know how to drive in the rain. Yeah. I mean, you slow down when it's raining, especially if it's been dry for a long time and it starts raining. It brings up all the oil on the road, so everything's slicker. Like, you, you need more distance in between cars. Totally. You don't just need you, – what you don't need to do is, like, try and get to where you're going to faster. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. I'll just – I'll speed through the rain. That's it. Mm. No, that's, uh, that's usually not a good idea. No, so I was trying to go through all the back streets because uh, Greg and I live pretty close to each other, but I was almost out of gas. Yeah. So it's pouring down rain. <laughs> that's like the story of your life. You're always almost out of gas. Well, because I hate spending money on gas <laughs> because I, my, I don't have very much money, and so the money I have, I don't want to spend it on gas. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's better though than walking your it's, scooter through the rain. It or, is true. Well, no, and, and that this was, would have been worse. Last time it was the um, from Lloyd Center to Burnside in the blinding sunlight when it was ninety five degrees, <laughs> and I was sweating so much that there was sweat in my eyes and I couldn't see. And like then that listener had stopped and they're like, "Sir Dylan, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh God, I'm an idiot." No, but we were just. I was just happy you were in the car with me. I'm like, okay. Well, even if it does, at least Greg has to get out and push the car with me. <laughs> Great. That's why you wanted to give me a ride. <laughs> no, Greg, I don't want you to stand in the rain. <laughs> you needed somebody to push the car for you. No, but thankfully made it to the gas station. That's the same gas station I actually went to on my scooter, ran out the first time. It's my saving grace gas station. So I went there and there was like the angry gas attendant that was there. Oh, yeah. He, was, he wasn't a very happy guy. He was not, he was not very friendly. Yeah. It's, some, some gas attendants, most of them are usually pretty friendly. But mm-hmm. uh, this guy, no. Mm-mm. Not happy about pumping the gas. No, and it wasn't. I mean, and it was. All and he's covered. covered too. Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. not out in the rain. So he wasn't in the pouring down rain. He was like actually sitting there. So I'm like reading a comic. I think was that just... was it. Maybe we interrupted him. <laughs> we totally did. <laughs> I don't know what kind of comic he was reading, but he's just like. Shh. So I didn't. I usually you know do the gas tipping. Did not tip him yesterday. And oh then, yeah, I, that's still weird to me. I yeah. will never. I, I just won't do that. I know you won't. Yeah. Well, then I dropped you off, and then uh, so I turned around. I was driving home. And that's when it started just coming. As soon as you got to your house, you know, when you got out of the car, it just oh, like I know. coming down. I was soaked in the 15 feet it took me to get into my oh, yeah. front door. Yeah. No, and so I was heading back from my house. And then, um, so I was driving down uh, Division, and you know, on the way back to my house. And, uh, like, this car just pulled out in front of me and was, like, fishtailing. And I almost hit it in the back. I'm like, holy fuck. And so I'm saying, I'm like, okay, take a breath, take a breath. So I'm on Division next to that plaid pantry. And I stop at uh, the plaid to uh, go get, um, like, a soda and, like, some ciggies. And so I'm getting out, and I'm turning out of the plaid pantry, which is the one-way exit, because, like, mm-hmm. the road's going this way. And so you can turn, you know, into the lane that's going your direction. Some douchebag cuts across through, like, the left turn only lane and goes, like, directly into the exit only part of the plaid pantry and almost, like, full-on, like, runs into me. Uh. And I just, like, slam on my brakes and I kind of skid and he just kind of whips around me and he's some, like, dude in some fancy white car and he's just looking at me he's like... And gave me a wave, and I was just like, Fuck you. <laughs> "Here's your wave." Yeah, here's asshole. your wave. It's my one finger wave for you. <laughs> it's just like, really, you have to get to the plaid pantry. That that's really so. By then, I was just really freaked out. I'm like, I just need to get off of this road. Oh my god, I just need to get home. So I finally just parked my car and did not leave my house for hours. I was like, I just don't want to be out in the crazy right now. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of crazy going on. No, it was it was full on crazy, and then yeah, I ended up sitting at home and watching Being Erica. <laughs> You are so obsessed with I'm that show. I'm finished with it now. I finished it. Is that all of them? Are you sad? Yes. I'm sad, but you know what? I timed it just appropriately enough that it uh, restarts next week. 
which I'm so excited. It was such oh, a cliffhanger. coming up, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. No, I'm sitting at home by myself watching Being Erica after being terrified of, like, all the cars in the rain. Yeah, but when it's raining like that, that's a good time to, to sit at home and it was. watch some TV. It was. Yeah. It was perfect, actually. Like I said, um, my, my friend came over, and uh, we just sat on my back patio and uh, had a beer. And it was so eerie because um, it was Heather and I. So we're sitting out in the back, you know, just, like, sitting there. Didn't have any music because usually we'll, like, listen to music something on the back patio. We're sitting there talking. And, you know, it's just – it's very quiet in my neighborhood, which it usually isn't. There's just, like, the sound of rain, and it's, like, this weird silence. And then all of a sudden, there's this guy, and we can just hear him, and he's whistling. And it's just this creepy whistle that's just, like, echoing throughout the whole thing. And he's, like, this amazing, like, yodely whisper – or, like, whistler. And it's just weird. this eerie whistle just cutting through the night as we're just sitting out in my back patio, like, what the hell is going on here? And so that's we're just sitting there. Yeah. It felt odd. like we were in the middle of the woods, and – um I don't know, like someone was coming to find us and whistling while he was like carrying a hatchet. No, and he was just like. Hi there. Yeah, and just doing these crazy whistles and just going up and down, and it was just kind of echoing. Imagine you know. finding you two ladies out here. <laughs> and there was nobody walking by, you know, because it was raining, and we're just kind of sitting on my patio, and, and it's kind of dark out there. I'm like, this is really fucking creepy. Suddenly <laughs> a guy with an axe walks around the corner. I know, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Uh. What's that movie where it's like the Kill Bill? Kill Bill. Oh, Kenny yeah. here. Yeah, it is Kill Bill, and it kind of reminded me of that. Like someone was coming for us. We're sitting out there, and I'm like, mm, maybe we should go out. A Texas funeral. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? That's uh, isn't that what they do to her in the movie? They bury her alive in a coffin. <gasps> they that's do. a Texas funeral, I think. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's very creepy. Well, I just remember Daryl Hannah, like her character mm-hmm. whistling and going to kill her um, when she was in the hospital. Yes, we're whistling. Maybe next we should have a typing contest. <laughs> <laughs> or cut your beard. <laughs> <laughs> no, we already did that. Can't top that one again. I, had, I do need to shave again, though, by the way. Yeah, you are getting slightly beardo. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm not ready for summer to be over. I'm not ready for winter beard yet. Summer is not over, damn it. It's not. I'm sick of all these people posting these things. Oh, summer's over and people all happy about it. No way. I'm not happy. <gasps> that bothers me. I am not happy at I all. I know. And there's like, oh, well, you know, the summer was nice, but it's kind of nice when it's getting back to fall. I'm like, no, it's not. Fuck fall. Fuck fall. <laughs> it's September. I know. It's supposed to be nice here. It's always nice in Oregon in September. Yes. Just not right now. Well, not. <laughs> well, I guess we can take the always out of that. Well, okay. Yes, now. I suppose so. Okay. You were talking about something else and I'm... You have not gone into detail about what this is. Oh, You've just been alluding to the fact that you have something, and you keep acting all creeped out, and I want to know what it is. Okay. I'm tired of waiting. I don't know what it ha- has been going on with my mind the past couple of days. Like, nothing really, like, detrimental or anything has happened. Like, I mean, I've, you know, just been, you know, I've just been kind of crazy as usual, and, mm-hmm. you know, nothing has really, like, had me not, you know, sleeping, like, losing sleep and stuff, but for some reason, the past few nights, I've been having these insane dreams, and I get a lot of sleep, but I wake up feeling really tired, because I've just been, you know, like, running around on all my adventures and my dreams, Mm -hmm. but last night in particular was pretty much one of the most disturbing dreams I think I have had. I remember having one similar to this when I was about in, like, sixth grade. Oh, okay. But I, this is the most fucked up dream I've had in a long time. And I almost don't want to say it. It's giving me goosebumps even thinking about it. What? I- what? What is it? Oh. So this is a recurring one you have had before? No, this is one No, this is one that I, well, that I had a long time ago, but having to do... Um, and you remember this from sixth grade? Yes, because it, it scared me so much. Oh, wow. And this is another one. And this is a dream. So I woke up this morning because my uh, upstairs neighbor is a teacher. So she gets up you know, on the button every day at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And so I have to get used, because now that she's back in school, I have to get uh, used to my sleeping regimen where I wake up at 6 a.m., put in earplugs, and then go back to sleep. Okay. Because she's always, like, clunking around up there. Um, yeah, so I woke up at 6 a.m., and then put in my earplugs, fell back asleep, um, and I had this crazy, you know, like, fucking week-long dream within the two hours between, like, 6 and 8, where just all this crazy stuff was happening where I was, like, dressed in a Santa Claus outfit and, like, running from the law because I had broken into the old... Uh, like Metro Networks traffic building that I used to work at <laughs> because I was hanging out there and having a party with some friends and security came and they found out and so we had to escape and then like I had to like change out you of my... You were in a Santa, Santa outfit at the old Metro... Building. 
And then I ran okay. a, having a party. Having a party. So that's a place to have a party. Yes, I don't know why I, I <laughs> broke into it. And then right. um so then I'm running away and I'm running down the street and it kind of looks like um kind of looks like that street in Inception where she starts to kind of uh you know like where it starts to fold over on uh-huh. top of itself. It's kind of like that. So I'm running down the street. Uh, as this guy's like this guy is trying to like help me hide from the security cuz they keep trying to find out who I am. They're like, "What's her name? What's her name?" and I'm like running away. <laughs> then I run into a whole other pack of Santas and then I realize that I forgot that it was SantaCon. And so there are all these like SantaCon people. So then I run up these stairs and I look out and it's this huge Lady Gaga concert, but I'm sitting on the edge <laughs> of these Seriously. Right. I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, this me. can't be the part from 6th grade because there was No. No, okay. no, no. So I'm sitting on the edge of these seats. And it's another one of those dreams where I'm afraid I'm going to fall off. So I'm like sitting on these bleachers and I keep sliding and I'm really afraid that I'm going to fall like fall off these bleachers. Okay. And so my sister is in my dream and she like pulls me up, um, you know, off the side of the bleachers. And then like I'm, I'm sitting like closer to the back. So I'm like, okay, no, I won't slide off. Then all of a sudden like this alarm starts going off. This is the fucked up part. So this alarm starts going off and everyone's like, all right, we've got to get out of here. So we start filing down this. I'm with all these people. And we start filing down this hallway thing where it's like one of those out, outdoor hallways where it's just covered on the top. Uh-huh. And then like the sides are open where basically, you know, like uh, like a college. Right. Like, like promenade or like walkway kind of thing. So I'm walking down this walkway and I start seeing all these like famous basketball players. Like I, I remember seeing like Kobe Bryant and um, I don't know, like a couple of football players too. It's all like a, a bunch of, for some strange reason, like black athletes. There are all these okay. like athletes walking by and I recognize a lot of them from like pictures you've shown me and stuff. And I'm like, this is really weird. And then at the end of them, I see this guy and, and my sister's like, oh, my God, that's Forrest Whitaker. And I look and Forrest <laughs> Whitaker is walking by. And he was all like like really tall and like smiling. And he was just like, hi. And it like, was nice Forrest Whitaker or scary Forrest Whitaker? Nice Forrest Whitaker. All right. You've seen Last King of Scotland, haven't you? No. Okay. He's terrifying in that. I've heard that he's that's amazing a great movie, it. but oh, it really is scary. Yeah. When he's playing Idi Amin, yeah, he is absolutely terrifying. Ooh. And he smiles, though, a lot in that, too. But then, then he's, like, With having like people his, like, skinned and eye. stuff. Yeah, because he, he didn't uh, use his corrective thing or whatever, so he has his full-on lazy eye. Yeah. Going, yeah. Oh, no, he man. didn't. And he didn't have the lazy eye in my dream. Okay. So he was walking by. And um, then we saw all these people. And, like, you know, and, like, Heather and I both turned around to, like, look at him. And he just, like, turned back at us again and waved. And we're <laughs> like, that's Forrest really weird. Whitaker. Okay. And then here's what happened. <sighs> All right, so I'm with all these people, and we're walking, and then someone starts saying that that there's been some kind of outbreak, and like something is in the air, and they don't know what happened. And I look down at my arms, and I start seeing these, oh, God. <laughs> okay, so there are all these lines that start showing up in my arm, like, um, like divots, like someone uh, has like taken a knife or something and just kind of sporadically like made like little divots and it starts going like this and I see them and they're growing and they all are like starting to climb up my arm oh. like these holes and they're like going in patterns and I look over and my sister has them on her arms too and before we know it all these people like were getting shoved into this thing to be quarantined and then all the cuts was it like start- military shoving you in there or something or it was like it was push- it was Asian military I don't know why. All of a sudden, the night oh, it was right. it was Asian military, and I'm looking down at my arms. <laughs> Were they laughing? God, I'm so itchy. <laughs> but I'm looking down at my arms, and all of these cuts are all of a sudden like starting to like open up, and I can see the insides of my arms, and it's just like these holes all over my body, and they're just getting bigger and bigger, like all over my arms, and it's happening to all the other people too, and they're just like, "Get in there, get inside the thing," and so they're shoving us, and I had all my like my um, gummy bracelets on, and they were like. What? They were, like, getting embedded into these, like, huge holes that were opening in my arm and, like, this pattern. So I have to take off. And he's just like, take off all your gummy bracelets. So I had to take off all my bracelets and I'm taking them off. Meanwhile, my arms are falling apart. Wait, what's a gummy bracelet? You mean, like? Like these. Oh, so, like, rubbery so, like, bracelets. My little, so not, like, like, actually, like, gummy worm bracelets. No, no, no. Okay. So, like, my bangles. And, like, I'm looking. Okay. I don't even know if this is interesting because it's so disturbing. Because I can see it. Well, let me just paint a picture. So there are all these like things all over my arms. Then all of a sudden I'm looking and... Like lesions, basically. Open. Like lesions, but like not just lesions. Like these huge, just like holes that are like... Oh, like your right. foot. Like they're like squirting out things. And I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on with my arms? And then I look and my wrists have started to separate. And, and then, yeah, this whole thing, like my hands are swollen. But then there's a huge crack all around both of my arms. And I can see inside of my arms... And then I looked in there and and I saw something sticking out and I'm like, what the hell is that in my wrist? And I start pulling on this thing and it's this 
<laughs> and it's this really long vine, like a leaf vine, like a plant. Oh! So there's a plant in my wrist as it's, like, ripped open. So I'm, like, pulling out this thing, and it's this huge, long vine. And I, like, keep, like, going in there and pulling out more. And, like, I look at my other wrist, and there's another one in the other side. So I'm, like, pulling out these leaves. Like and there's a plant growing in you? There are plants that were growing inside of my wrists. <sighs> like, these really long ones, too, because I'm pulling it out. I'm wow. like, what the fuck is in there? And I'm, like, kind of lift up my arm flap and I see it in there oh. and so I'm like pulling it oh alright and then what happened and then I woke up <laughs> what the hell and you've had this dream before I had the dream before where it was on my legs why is why does weird stuff always happen to your body in your dreams I don't know but there were like little like because all of a sudden you know like everything was just mottled and gross and like this is all like cut open like that and I could see the like the plant inside of it and so I was like pulling it out oh man wow yeah it was like one of those like long like like rose vine or something too <laughs> it was like big green leaves just like never ending mm-hmm. then I would think I would get it like all the out and then I would like magic trick you just keep pulling and pulling and it- keeps Exactly, and I would think that I got it all out, and I'd like look and see, and I could still see a leaf like inside my oh, wrist, yeah, and so I'd like start pulling again. That's really creepy. It's yeah. really creepy. Seriously, and it was my wrists. Like I'm looking at my hands, these hands, and they were like <laughs> they look like big, strong hands. Ah, uh. yeah, and we were all like put single file onto these bleachers, and each got like a um. Like, we had to pick up a stick with a number on it, and then when our number was called, we had to go and get filed into that group for lunch. What? And everyone had, like, trees growing out of their wrists. It was weird. I don't know what's wrong with me. I have no idea how to even interpret what the hell that means. No. That's the just... The weird thing was with seeing these little holes all of a sudden just kind of, like, start, like, a little trail, like, going up my arm and then, like, you know, like, kind of wrapping around it. I was lifting up my shirt. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then I just oh. saw them... Now I'm weirded out and grabbing my arms. That's oh, that is that's really fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. I always have. I think the thing that scares me the most, which is with my subconscious knows, is things in places that they shouldn't be. No plants inside of your arm is generally where they're not supposed to be. Yes, plants inside of my wrists. <laughs> wow, it was so gross. Do you ever wish that you could take, like, snapshots of the things that your mind comes up with in your dreams just so you could show them to other people? Sometimes, but sometimes I don't think I would want to see it, though. Oh, I know you wouldn't want to, which is why I wish yeah. I could take a snapshot of my mind. <laughs> you could draw it. I wish I had a camera in my brain. <laughs> I could try and draw it. Oh, I don't think I want to. No. See, that's what I mean. Do you really want to no, see a picture? No, Yeah. Oh, I have goosebumps. <laughs> Are you sure they're not, uh, are they getting bigger? No, I woke up this morning. I was like, I was like freaking out. I'm looking at my arms. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. That's okay. There's nothing on them. <laughs> it was like right when my alarm goes off and like, I kind of woke up. I'm just like, really? I sleep for two hours and I, that's what I dream about. Oh man. Yeah. I, I don't even know where to begin to tell you what's, what's going on with that. Imagine just like rooting around in your wrist and like scooping out plants. I don't want to imagine that, but <laughs> now I am. Thank you. Yeah, and there's kind of like spirals around your bone. I can see my bones too. Wow. I don't know why because I, I didn't, I, I didn't I watch know. anything I, terrible or anything last night. Yeah. Like, no, I just uh, I finished watching Being Erica when I got home, and then watched an an episode of the worst TV show I've ever seen. Oh, really? Called uh, Have you ever heard of Melissa and Joey? No, what is that, like another friend spinoff or something? Do they do more than one of those? Oh, no, no, no. It's a it's a show um, with Joey from Blossom. Oh. Creepy, oh. like pointy, like shaved head Was Joey it a spinoff no? from Blossom? No, no, because it's him and Melissa Joan Hart. Whoa. Melissa Joan Hart from Teen Witch and Clarissa Explains It All. <laughs> do you remember her? Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, Sabrina. And so it's Melissa and Joey, and basically she's a wealthy exec or something, and he's her nanny. And he's just like kooky and you know, can't get any girls because he's a nanny and nobody respects it. La, la, la. Right, yeah. It was so bad. So bad. I was like, Clarissa, where did you go? I loved her so much. 
plants and urists. And, um, yeah, it was just terrible. And it was just stupid. I'm like, okay, I just need something, you know, silly to fall asleep to. And then yeah. that's what I dream about. Yeah, that's 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 weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had dreams last night, but nothing like that. It was, once again, myself inside of a TV show. Because I watched the, I watched the uh, season premiere of uh, Sons of Anarchy last night, which was awesome. But oh yeah, my oh, yeah Heather really wanted to watch it. But she's like, I can't see it, I can't see it yet. I need to. Oh yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean, once again, just I'm I'm amazed what they can get away with on regular TV. I mean, I guess it is cable, and it's after ten o'clock. What channel is it? Uh, FX. Okay. Yeah, home of like all of awesome TV right now. But uh, oh, is that like what the Shield and all those were on? Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's always Sunny in Philadelphia is on oh, there. Oh yeah, well, they can get away. With they, they have a bunch that. of good stuff on there. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was. It was good, but of course then I dreamed about it and there was people doing drive-bys at me and then What character were you I was in messed this up dream, in Greg? The, the one what are, what's the other gang the one niners or whatever. Um were you a specific character just to No, nah, I was gang? just there hanging out this time. So you weren't Michael Corleone? Last no, night? I wasn't Michael Corleone. <laughs> I wasn't uh Jax or anything. No, I was just uh I was just there riding my bike hanging out with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm a, I'm a motorcycle gang now. <laughs> You're an amazing. Do you know how to ride a motorcycle? Yeah. Oh yeah, you told that story. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I do know how. <laughs> uh, not as good as them, but um, yeah. So I, I dreamed about that. Well, and then actually before before I watched that, um, I had some more some more freaking issues at my house too. Uh-oh. So Does it still smell like a dead human. I mean animal. <sighs> It still smells, but it's not as bad. But yesterday, and this was actually just before I started watching Sons of Anarchy. So I'm sitting there in the living room, and Butters is in the kitchen. And I just hear her start going, growling. And she doesn't normally do that. In the kitchen? In the kitchen. And so I walk over there, and she's growling at the door to the basement. And I open up the door, and then she stands there, and she's, like, staring down. Staring down at the basement, and... uh, like, but she won't go down in the basement because she she'll never do that. She won't go in the basement. But she stood at the top, stood there growling, and finally I'm like, okay, well you're not going to do anything. So I close the door and I go back uh, in the living room, and then she starts barking at it, barking at the basement door. Wow! In the house, which she doesn't she doesn't do that kind of stuff, unless I, I don't know. She doesn't do do that, and um, she kept doing it over and over. And so finally I went down in there. I was like, okay, well, what the hell's going on? Did, like, something get in the basement? I don't know. And um, I didn't see anything, but, of course, I am starting to find, though, bumblebees. Of course you are. In the house now. Are they alive or just They're alive, but they're, like, they look like they're messed up, so (laughs) maybe the chemicals are kind of working. And, um, yeah, but they're, I mean, they're huge, huge bumblebees. And they're just, like, laying around on, like, laundry and stuff. So your wall started bleeding yet? No, not yet. You realize you do have a swarm of basically locusts in your house, right? With stingers. Yeah. Locusts with stingers, which I think kind of ups the ante a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't don't know why she would be barking at them because they weren't making any noise. They're just kind of laying there. So I don't know. But there's something in the basement that is really bothering her. And I don't know what it is. I wonder what that could be, Greg. I'm going to feel really bad when, like, a whole family is unearthed from your basement. And, like, I've been fucking with you like this for so long. It's not going to be a family unearthed from my basement. I'm sorry. A a man and a woman. (laughs) And maybe a small child. (laughs) Hi. No, because I will feel really bad if all of a sudden your house does turn, like, Amityville Horror. Have you ever seen that movie? No. You should totally watch it. No. You should watch it at your house with the lights off. No. With candles lit. I won't. (laughs) And surround yourself with all the things that the ghost likes. Like put um, like put like your little Star Trek thing next to you. Like talk to me, my ghostly friend. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I should have totally gone in and smelled your house yesterday. I totally didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not as bad as it was. That's probably just because you're getting used to it. Maybe you're walking around with that smell on you and you don't know. <laughs> I smell like dead things. Exactly. Because, you know, sometimes when you've been in a smell for so long, you can't smell it anymore. Yeah, uh, I hope not. I think it's just Greg, are you wearing <laughs> Ude, dead squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but you said yourself, like, it's still smelling, and a squirrel wouldn't smell this long. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been going a long time, and that is a long time for something to decompose. 
How long does it take for a human body to decompose? Just a question. I know they've done studies on that. You know, there's like, I think it's maybe at Stanford where it is. I can't remember which school it's at, but they have a, a research facility for that. And so they get cadavers, um, people that donate their bodies, and they just throw them out into this yard and let them sit there and decompose. So there's this field full of dead bodies. And then they go measure them and like somewhere will be like half buried or that something. That is really things. gross. Yeah. Well, you know what could have happened too is you were speculating that maybe like a raccoon or a possum got yeah. in your basement. Maybe they, you know, were digging and like unearthed <laughs> something. I don't. I think maybe something tangled with the bumblebees. I think there was like an epic battle that happened down there. Really? Mm-hmm. That's really what you're telling yourself? Yes. Yes, there was I an am. epic bumblebee battle in your basement. Mm-hmm. Bumblebee versus raccoon. Man, I think the raccoon lost. I don't know, but it was weird, and it did kind of bother me that so she, she kept was doing just that. Sitting there yeah, she doesn't the normally basement. do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and she was obsessed with that basement. Like, it got to the point where I even like put the garbage up on the counter so she wouldn't get in that and just open the door, and she just stood there staring down at it. Arr, arr. I don't know, dude. I don't know either. I'm, but I'm sick of crap going on at my house at this point. I'm sick of dealing with animal issues. It's starting to bother me. Between them and the meth heads. Oh, Katie had another thing happen with the meth heads. Yesterday? Uh, wow, they were yeah, like Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Right yeah, it was. Uh, and I didn't see this. But um, apparently, the uh, you know, because there's, there's the resident meth head and then his lady friend. Who like to hump it out in front of your house. Yes, apparently they do. I love you, Ryan! I fucking love you, Ryan! <laughs> that one. Um, well, I guess Katie was standing there, and you can see into the backyard. And she was blatantly in the backyard by the fence changing clothes. Getting naked, changing clothes. Out in the backyard? Out in the backyard. For some reason, the house is right there. They can go into the house. There's even a, a little outside porch and awning <laughs> they can go under. Wow. Nope, right in the backyard, changing her clothes. Had to change them right then. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, yeah, that's that's the latest thing with them. It's never any... Apparently, though, they're, they're going from meth problems to now it's, yeah, having sex in public and getting naked. Apparently, which, by the way, you don't want to see this woman naked. It's uh, something <laughs> anybody really wants want to see. see. It's always the ones that you don't want to see naked oh, yeah. that are naked. No, you don't want to see them. Let alone the guy walks around with his shirt off all the time, too, and that's it's not a pretty sight. That sounds pretty disturbing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so now they're changing clothes out in public. <laughs> and then apparently, well, you know, previously throwing the clothes over into my yard, which... But that bag is gone. The bag of clothes. I threw it out by the garbage. Somebody picked it up. Really? Somebody took it. <gasps> Dude. <laughs> I don't I know who. I don't know. Your whole house, like, the whole scenario around your house is freaking <laughs> me out right now. Like, both inside and out. Yeah, it's like So something weird. is, like, forcing you out and, like, the meth heads are forcing you in. It's like they're two evil Why forces can't it fuck conspiring. With them? I want them to be fucked with. They're the ones that need to leave. They weren't. They were there before the I was. Burial ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. It's been a little bothersome. I would imagine so. Just want a nice, quiet place to go home to. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Where I'm not attacked by bumblebees. I'm gonna go after them again today, though. It's Bumblebee buy- versus Greg round three this time. <laughs> I've tried twice so far. Do you have like a full hazmat suit that you're going to put on? No, because it's outside. I'm not going to go in. Oh, I'm not going into the uh, Bumblebee Cavern, mm-hmm. Bumblebee Cave. So have you um, ever gone in there before it was Bumblebee Cavern? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I've had to go in there Is lots of times. Is it dirt for, in there? Yeah. No, I mean, it's complete unfinished basements where all the pipes are and like wiring and it's it's creepy back there. It says spiders all over the place and... Yeah, no, I always put on, like, long sleeve stuff and put on, like, a full mask and, like, glasses so I can't – nothing can get in there. Oh, see, you think your bubble bee cavern's <clears throat> bad. My sister had um, a water bug cavern. Ew. Wa- in New York. Oh, that's gross. Holy fuck. Those things are disgusting. It was so, like, a nightmare. Like, because it was underneath – she lived in this awesome apartment in Greenpoint. And it, you know, it was like this basement apartment. It was huge. Like she got it for like eight hundred or nine hundred bucks, which is wow, awesome for that's Brooklyn. Amazing. Yeah, and she had like a, a separate bedroom, and then like a whole like kitchen and um, like living room area and bike storage. And why was it so cheap? <laughs> <laughs> because then there was a magical water bug closet oh. in the hallway, and um, it was when her and her boyfriend Michael <laughs> were living there. And Heather would never open the closet. And one one night, Heather had gone to bed, and Michael's like, "Do you want to see the water bugs?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm like Ew. I really don't." But I have to. 
you know, because they have like this this magical home inside of this closet. And so he opened it, and oh, it was like wet, dripping. And then there were all these like things, just like like skittling around, and they're huge. Yeah, they're enormous. They're enormous, and they were they are all just like running around in this like magical water bug land underneath the stairs. Oh, and then they would climb. Couldn't they get the rid drain. of those? But the wall was wet. So their house is basically molding and no because this no because this was outside like the closet was basically positioned to where it was out underneath like the front part of the house so it wasn't part of their house it looked like it was you know the closet itself was like touching an extension type thing yeah like an extension kind of thing so it was like dug out kind of <laughs> God I'm like all itchy I don't really like we talked about a lot of creepy things that's why train drink your coffee. Oh. Well, you know, I was talking about, um, like, Clarissa Explains. Do you, do you remember Clarissa Explains at all? Um, no, I don't remember Clarissa. What is this that you're handing me here? What is Kenny that? Just Why does Kenny story? have an evil cackle on his face and he's giving you his phone? Oh! What? <clears throat> all right, I'm just going to... I mean, where is the story? F- I don't know. I just Googled people and plants. <sighs> Herbal cells may settle down and... Parasitize, I don't know the proper way to pronounce that, on the organism of a human of a human or an animal. Geneticists say that mutations seriously change the set of chromosomes, and people with mutations can thus hardly be called humans. What? In Yerevan, in the former Soviet Republic of Armenia, 18-year-old Noreen blah 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 shocked doctors with her unusual disease. The girl complained about an abscess on her wrist. Oh my god! That had been hurting her for a long period already. When doctors opened the bandage on Noreen's hand, they saw two very thin thorns sticking out of the hand. The girl failed to enter a higher education institution after she left school and had to help her mother about the house and assisted her in a store where the women worked. The girl was fond of pot plants. I mean, I think that means potted plants. Potted plants. And devoted much time to looking after her plants. Once, Noreen pricked herself on a cactus while watering plants. Some thorns got stuck in her wrist. The parents immediately disinfected the wound, but it still festered and even expanded. (gasps) Noreen was reluctant to visit a doctor. She had to go to a hospital in a month when a point of a thorn emerged on the skin right on the place of the red wound. Doctors easily removed the strange, uh, strange object, but more thorns turned up on the same spot. Oh, my God. A research... Head of Immunology and Virology Laboratory at the Armenia Research Institute says the world medicine has never... This obviously is written in a foreign country. The English is terrible, but... Says the world medicine has never known before that herbal cells may settle down and parasitize on the organism of a human or an animal. Deeper study... Oh, my God. So it's... Right on the wrist. The only way to save the girl was to perform an operation to re- to remove the fistula to stop the cactus from parasitizing all about the organism. <laughs> Why does it have to be right on the wrist? Doctors removed from 70 to 100 thorns from the girl's arm every day. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't even want to read any more of that. Is there some traumatic experience you have from your childhood that this wasn't a dream? No. I don't even like plants. I never even touch them. My dad had a bunch of cacti. They like you. Oh, God. What else did you find here? This is really freaking me out. That paragraph. When researchers studied the bigger thorns, they arrived at a conclusion that they were no longer of vegetative origin. As a result of mutation, the patient got new unknown cells, some sort of a hybrid of a human and a plant. In other words, the young girl was turning into a cactus. I don't want to be a cactus! (laughs) Well, you may not have a choice in the matter. Uh, (laughs) Oh! Stop it! Oh! (laughs) But mine didn't have thorns. It was leafy. Thorn's got to grow from something. Look at this. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are covered in goosebumps right now. Uh, sorry. Well, you might want to be careful and check those. 
have any wounds? No. I don't think so. Well, apparently they can get in through any kind of an open wound, so I'd make sure you don't have any, like, little nicks or cuts. I do have a cut on my ankle. Uh-oh. Don't do any gardening. Have I you, would never do gardening. Have you brushed a plant? No. Oh. Let's stop talking about this. Anyway, Clarissa. No, I don't even want to talk about her anymore. <laughs> I don't want to taint her with this horrible conversation. <laughs> Wow. Stop itching. I'm so itchy. Stop itching Stop. yourself. You're just going to make it spread. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> I'm so itchy. This is payback for my bug bite. It is. <laughs> you infected my dreams. It's pretty much healed up. I'm not looking at it. No, it's it's pretty much gone. It's actually amazing. It still itches really bad, though. But it's not there anymore. Okay. All right, should we do some balls? Sure. Anything, uh, yeah, if that makes you feel a little bit better. Some balls make everybody feel better. <laughs> Bam! Bam! All right, yeah, let's do it. Oh. Let's do it. Let's do it, Greg. Let's do it. I'm sorry, I'm a little flat, like flustered over here right now. I wasn't quite prepared. Why does it have to be her wrists? Why couldn't it have been like her elbows or something? Seventy to one hundred thorns a day. It's pulling not out like of I it. looked at, like I was looking up like plants growing inside of people on the internet. It's no longer a plant. It's a plantimal. <laughs> Plamel. <laughs> and, and a plant. Well, That's it what be you're a, turning a, into. No, it'd be a mammal. No, it'd be a plantimal. It's no longer a plant or a... It's like a weird cross well, I'm not an animal. I'm a mammal. Yeah, but what you're turning into is something else. What's growing inside of you is neither. It's becoming a part Am of I you. Am I a mant? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're an anaplant. That was in my dream. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's real. I don't know. Maybe it's foreshadowing. Premonition. So does that mean I'm... No, I'm not going to break it anywhere. And then watch Lady Gaga. What? And dressed like Santa Claus. Yes, these are all going to happen. Uh, well, all that stuff could happen. Uh, all right. We got a potpourri of balls today. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Uh, it's a it's a random day, so I have to talk about this here. Dennis Rodman is in the news. You know who Dennis Rodman is, right? Of course. Yes. Um, well, he is in the news right now. Apparently, he's a DJ. So this is what he does. He goes to parties and DJs. And he was at a fancy party, hotel party in the Hamptons where he was hired. And uh, while he was doing his DJ thing, he had a mic, uh, like a lapel mic, mm-hmm. uh, clamped on. And so so he could talk to the crowd. Well, I guess after he got done DJing, he decided to go upstairs with about six different women huh. from the party that joined him up there. Only he forgot to turn his mic off. Oh, that is awesome. So he was up there with them. And I guess the entire party could hear him describing what he wanted to do to each <gasps> one of the women. Please tell me you have and some what, of it. No, they didn't give a whole lot of information other than he wanted to smash some woman's ass. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's uh, I know he wanted to do that. And then uh, I guess talking to the other women explaining uh, extreme sexual things. And I don't have a transcript. So if anybody can find something of this more specific I details other than smashing ass. someone's ass. Wow, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this went on for, for I guess, several minutes, and he had no idea that this was happening, that mm-hmm. he was broadcast on this thing before finally they pulled the cord and um, and shut it off. But yes, everybody got to listen to several minutes of Dennis Rodman's sexy talk. That is awesome. <laughs> Want to smash your ass. So yes, Dennis Rodman, quite the uh, lover of ladies. <laughs> quite Six ladies. You know that has to come out. That's going to come out eventually. Mm-hmm. Somebody from that party had to get some audio of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully that is going to be coming out before too long. Although, I don't know if I want to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear it. Oh, you totally want to hear it. Yeah, I'll hear it. Um, So, yes, Dennis Rodman in the news. Uh, In our potpourri of balls, we've got Jim the Anvil Neidhart. So... What? uh, Jim the Anvil Neidhart, Neidhart, I can't remember the right way to pronounce it. The Anvil? The Anvil. So, he was a professional wrestler. W back when it was WWF instead of WWE, the Hart Foundation with Bret Hart. They wore like black and pink outfits, of course, the little spandex leotards with hearts on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, but Jim the Anvil, I did, I figured, he, 
I'm kind of surprised he was alive. Uh, but he is, uh, he's in trouble right now. Not Jim the Anvil. <laughs> Anyone but him. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, be, he got in trouble at a gas station where uh, he was outside yelling and screaming at people. Uh, allegedly swallowing several pills at the same time while he was doing this. And the police did show up, and uh, it turns out that he had Oxycontin and Methadone on him that he had stolen from someone and was uh, chugging down pills while screaming at passersby <laughs> at, at the gas station. That sounds like one of my stories. <laughs> yeah, well, and he's six foot, 350 pounds now, I guess, so that would be kind of, a, kind of intimidating. If you've ever seen what this guy looks like, I mean, he, he is he's a scary-looking dude. Okay, I believe Always has a, a crew cut with a little goatee on. And apparently 350 pounds now, uh, chugging down Oxycontin and Methadone. So he's been charged. Uh, he's in jail on a $138,500 bond and uh, will probably probably be serving some time. So he's charged with two counts of possession with intent to distribute, two counts of trafficking in illegal drugs, burglary, and grand theft third degree. So I don't know what he's... I guess stealing the Oxycontin and Methadone counts as grand theft. So, uh, yes, <laughs> Jim the Anvil Night Art, back in the news. Oh, Jim. Uh, all right. Like I said, potpourri of balls. It's kind of a light day of balls. A smattering. Uh, so, Major League Baseball players are known for their... Uh, I've talked about this before, about how they're, they're strange like superstitions mm-hmm. and ways that they try to get over things. Um, and this is what's happening for Aubrey Huff. So, if you're a Giants fan and you watch Aubrey Huff, so what he is, he's a uh, utility player for, for the Giants. So, I guess he kind of plays a couple of different positions. But he's been in a, a hitting slump. For a while, and his solution to this is now to wear a lacy red thong <laughs> while he plays. So, anytime you see Aubrey Huff on the field, you know he is wearing a red lacy thong. Ice picks are all of them wearing that. <laughs> they, maybe they are. Uh, but this is what he's trying to do to get over. How do you come to that conclusion where that's going to be your lucky thing? I have no idea. Yeah, and they said you know it's it's a women's it's women's underwear that he's wearing too. It's not like even a, like a banana hammock men's so is he just like I'm gonna try this out one day he was like okay well you know what other things aren't working I'm gonna go ahead and pick up a woman's red lace thong and slap that on and Uh, see if that helps my game apparently that's what it is and he you know sachets around out there in this red uh, frilly thong so but I guess since he's been doing it uh, the Giants are three and one but he hasn't but his hitting thing is hitting uh, he hasn't started hitting any better (laughs) but but he continues to wear it under the impression but but the Giants are winning yeah so, uh, yes, I guess wearing red frilly thongs helps you win games. So, uh, yes, Aubrey Huff, fan of the Victoria's Secret. Um, let's see, in our potpourri of balls, there's this guy. So, Shin Soo Chu of South Korea. <laughs> like, Who was that again? It's a slow day. Uh, Shin Soo Chu. Shin Soo Chu? Shin Soo Chu of South Korea. He's playing in the uh, Asian games, so he's a baseball player for for the Asian team there. And I guess he's playing basically to uh, he, he's got a lot that he's playing for. So he's 28 years old, and um, the Asian games they, they compete for like gold medals in this thing. So it's like it's basically like an Olympics for Asian baseball. Okay. And uh, the thing is, if you're in if you're from South Korea, all men must serve a mandatory two year stint in the military before you turn 31. So he's 28, but. If you win a gold medal in some kind of athletic event, I guess you can get an exemption from being in it. Wow. So he has to win a gold medal or he's got to go to the military. So this is what he's, he's playing shit, for other everything. people think they have pressure. Yeah. So this is his pressure. I mean, if he doesn't do that, he's probably going to have to go to stand on the demarcation zone. And, uh, and uh, yeah, basically face down North Korea. Or he can win a gold medal. So if he doesn't win a gold, he's screwed. He's wow, going into the military. that is messed up. Yes, so uh, Shin Su Chu has a lot on the line <laughs> leading into these games. Shin Su Chu. Shin Su Chu. Slow damn balls. Uh, the Sorry. new rankings have come out <laughs> for college football, and U of O is now ranked number seven. So they moved up from number 11 after destroying uh, New Mexico Community College, and so they're now number seven. Uh, Texas Christian University, which beat Oregon State, actually moved up to number four. So I guess beating Oregon State was a, a big accomplishment for the national media because mm. Oregon State's good. They just not as good as they're not as good as Texas Christian. Um, but uh, so yeah, uh, TCU is now number four, and Boise State's still ranked number three, but they're starting to get first place votes, which I think is a little bit premature for that kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so those are the new rankings. U of O rocketing up, and they're playing Tennessee this weekend, which is going to be a really good game, and I really want to watch it. <laughs> um, and that's my story about that. That's my story about that. And finally, we have this. This is uh, this is this man's words. 
So this is world heavyweight champion David Hay, and he's talking about uh, his upcoming match against Oddly Harrison. Oddly, A-U-D-L-E-Y. I guess that's how you say that, right? Oddly? Yeah, I would think Oddly. Oddly Harrison. So David Hay uh, talked about their upcoming fight, which is in November, and he talked about how he was going to destroy Harrison in the ring, and that their fight would be as one-sided as a gang rape. <laughs> this is David Hay making this comparison to his fight to with Oddly Harrison. Wow. Saying it would be as one-sided as a gang rape. <laughs> so yes, he's uh, he's uh, oddly enough in a bit of trouble. Oh, no. Yes, strangely there's uh, yes, there's been a little bit of a backlash about these <laughs> comments. I have no idea why. And uh, he's since tried to come out and apologize, saying he was just having fun. Which is almost the worst apology that you could do. <laughs> so, uh, David Hay, sparking a bit of outrage over this comment. Yes. Uh, all right. And, of course, <laughs> like I said, potpourri of balls. I've, I'm working with what I've got. Oh, no, you're doing good. Tomorrow, though is the first day of NFL games. So tomorrow night, the Vikings and New Orleans Saints are going to be taking on each other. And as is tradition, before the NFL season starts, I'm going to make my prediction of who is going to win the Super Bowl. I think, it, I think I'm think i right on the money this year. I've got an idea of who I'm going to pick. It's a bit of an outside shot. Are going to predict it today or tomorrow? I'm going to predict it tomorrow. Okay. I'm not going to make the prediction today. I'm going to make it tomorrow before the season starts. Okay. And, uh, are any of our teammates are playing tomorrow? Yes, actually. Uh, we have Reggie Bush, who's playing, and um, I think that's I think that's all we got. Okay. No, we have... I can't remember who all we have on we our team. Keep, we need to refresh ourselves with our team. Well, I took a look at our, our uh, league today. Uh-huh. Actually, I looked at it this morning, and all of our teams are gone, all of our players. So whoever's in charge of it has erased everybody. everybody's <laughs> teams. Oh, shit, which means gone. we need to put it on because we have to have it back by tomorrow, right? Well, yeah, they have to do it. We, okay. we don't have any control over it. So okay. all of our teams are blank right now. We'll make some phone calls. It would be nice, yes, if we could have our teams back. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, yes, we do have some playing tomorrow. And, like I said, all of Vegas is going to be tuning in tomorrow to find out who the prediction is because I'm sure that's how they're going to base all of their... Uh, <laughs> all of their By going opposite the, about what you predict? Yes. Maybe. And, and uh, yeah, so... Well, no, no, not going opposite. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I don't, I don't think that's the case at all. There's... Actually, I've been looking at the forum. There's quite a, quite a bit of controversy about some of my picks. Some people aren't fond of them, aren't fond of what I of, of my predictions. But uh, nonetheless, I I feel quite confident in it in myself, and so does Vegas, as, as I said. I'm sure. So uh, get your With money ready tomorrow. Vegas in your head, you want to lay down. You want to lay down these bets before the season starts because that's when you're going to get the be- the best payout. Uh, so just wait till tomorrow's episode. And I'm sure, you know, you can get it dialed up. You can get it dialed up on the internet while you're listening, and then you can place your bets right away after I make my prediction. It's locked. It's pretty much a lock. And that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Hey, Greg, so I was looking at Mm -hmm. audible.com. You know, for a book that that might be, you know, kind of pertinent for what's going on in your life right now. And uh, they do, in fact, have... uh, on tape, or on however it is that the technology does it this day, uh, these days, <laughs> the Amityville Horror. Really? <laughs> the unabridged version, narrated by Ray Porter, six hours and twenty-seven minutes. I think that might give me more of a nightmare. Uh, maybe it's I will received four to it, out of five stars. All right. I think that you should listen to that. You know, maybe just kind of so you can prepare for like the next uh, <laughs> the <laughs> next things to come because it is a really interesting story, and I know that you have a lot of um, you know stuff that you're busy doing. So if you'd like to kind of educate yourself on what is to come inside of your house while you're busy doing all of your other stuff, then I think that you should listen to that. Well, and you can download that by going to <laughs> funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the audible.com link right there, and uh, maybe I'll listen to it too, just so I can help you know you prepare prepare myself. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I do know nope. you know that they're in Amityville Horror too. You know there is like a secret devil room, right? That they never go into in the basement. I go in the gimp room all the time. Yeah, but not the bumblebee cave. No, I don't go in there. Yeah, because they've opened it. They opened it a couple times before, and there's nothing in there. And then all of a sudden, when all this crazy stuff started happening, they opened it again, and it's a devil room. You can learn all about that if you go to audible.com. Actually, go to funemploymentradio.com. Yes. Then click on audible.com. And download 
Damn it, now I'm thinking about devil rooms. But yes, go to funemploymentradio.com, <laughs> click on Audible, the Audible link right on our page, and sign up for a free 14-day trial, and you get a free audiobook when you do that. Uh, so definitely uh, do that and give it a check it out. It's very cool. <laughs> check now, it you, out. You have, me, you have out. me thinking about devil rooms now. You <laughs> threw me off on my on my pitch there. I didn't mean to make you think about what's going on in your basement. I'm sorry, Gregor. Do you want to talk about other things? Yes. Plant lady. I know. The plantimal. Plants in my wrists. Let's talk about a lawsuit being filed against Britney Spears. Oh, first of all, hi. I'm Sarah Xtolin. Welcome to My World of Crazy. So Britney Spears is being sued by her bodyguard. So we had heard some details about this a couple months ago, but now he is actually, he has filed the lawsuit against Britney Spears. So this is her bodyguard who claims that um, Britney made repeated unwanted sexual advances toward him by repeatedly expo- uh, exposing herself in front of him in her home while he was supposedly on bodyguard duty. Uh, so uh, he alleges on one occasion that in a scene right out, uh, right out of Legally Blonde, she was wearing a white lace see-through dress. She walked close by him, intentionally dropped her cigarette lighter on the floor, bent over to retrieve it, and thereby exposed her uncovered genitals. The bodyguard goes on to say... Make that sound the least sexy ever. (laughs) (laughs) Exposing her uncovered genitals. And then Brittany showed her uncovered genitals. (laughs) Genitals is not an attractive word. Fernando Flores did not find it attractive either. (laughs) And the incident caused him shock and disgust. Really? It's Britney Spears, though. I mean, are you really going to be that? Well, okay, putting it like that, no, that's not attractive. But still, (laughs) I, I mean... Is he a single guy? I mean, what's 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 the problem here? It's Britney Spears basically throwing herself at him. I don't see where there's an issue. There isn't an issue. The issue is probably like you know, Mr. Flores needs to pay his bills. Yeah, well, have sex with her first and then complain about. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably already did. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Just then say it was unwanted. <laughs> well, the suit then goes on to describe another instance where Britney summoned Flores to her room where she was standing buck naked. The suit claims. <laughs> After an awkward silence during which Brittany just stood naked in front of him, Flores then asked <laughs> oh, Spears sounds... if she needed anything. <laughs> After some <laughs> so hesitation... They stared at each other? <laughs> yeah. Come into my room. Did, uh... Do you need, like, a glass of water or something? Or... <laughs> Check the mail? Or... All right. After some hesitation, Spears eventually asked Flores to go get her two bottles of 7-Up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that time... <laughs> The last time after allegedly exposing herself, the suit came, claims that Britney said, you know you liked it. <laughs> also, in addition to exposing herself, Flores claims that Spears engaged in numerous sex acts in front of him. The suit was filed whoa, this morning. Whoa, 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 whoa. It doesn't say anything about the sex acts. What's wrong with this guy? I don't know. Is he gay? I don't know. That would make more sense. That would make that more That would sense. make a lot more sense. Okay. This I'm going to just assume that. Yeah. Or he's, actually, or he's like happily married, and this was a breach of something, so, some kind of some kind of issue. Something it needs to make sense in great. It, yeah, just says, yeah, nothing's adding up here. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense. He's either gay or or, or married or something. Yeah, yeah, or something. Probably, I'd say probably the former. I would say so too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, another news. Attention, Greg Nibbler. Now I know you were sad when Little People, Big World. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be off the air, of course, at the end of the season. I know that's my family, <sighs> but. <laughs> Greg Nibbler, king of the little people. Well, <laughs> I feel I, so tall. I do have a new obsession for you, and I think that this is something right up your alley that you can be obsessed with. So this is going to be on TLC as well, and it's going to be called Sister Wives. Now, have you heard of this? <laughs> no, but I'm already intrigued. All right, so Sister Wives is basically the story. It's going to be a reality show about a man who has a plural family. So a plural family is one man who has three wives and 13 children. Oh. So his name is Cody Brown. He's a man with three and soon to be four wives and 13 children from his combined families. Is he like one of those Mormon fun- fundamentalists? Yeah, or? so well, he's not a Mormon fundamentalist because that's actually outlawed. You can't actually... Um, well, yeah, but they still do that, They though. still do it. Yeah. So how they do it is... Right, I need to cough. I'm sorry. <coughs> well, how they do the um, these polygamous relationships is how... It's called a plural marriage. And what he does is he marries one of the women, uh-huh. but then takes on the other ones as their as his wives. So he's right. legally married to one, but then they all live together. So um, basically, yeah, he's thirteen children uh, between these three uh, these three women. I don't know if they're if why it's called sister wives. I don't know if a couple of them are sisters. 
Um, or is yeah. that like a term? They're sister wives. They must you be know, sister. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like in big love. That's my sister wife. Yeah. All right. So I guess so. Wife number one is Mary, thirty-nine years old with one child. Number two is Janelle, forty years old with six children. Well, Janelle is busy. And wife number three is Christine, thirty-seven years old with five children and currently pregnant with another one. Oh, wait a minute. So he's spending a little more time with two of those. Yep. Wonder and, if uh, the other one's jealous about that. And the fourth one, his, his latest fiance is named Robin. She's thirty-one years old, soon to be wife number four, and has three children from another husband that she is going to be bringing into their brood. What the hell? Yes. Why would? Why would you want to do that? I don't understand. I it doesn't don't make know. any sense. But he said that he said the reason that he that he did this and has the polygamous relationship that he does. He just said, "I just fell in love, and then I fell in love again, and then I fell in love again." And again. <laughs> so he's in love with all four of them, and so they are all now got, going to be starring in Sister Wives, which got, debuts at 10 p.m. on TLC on September 26th. Got tired of banging that one, so I wanted to bang a different one. <laughs> well, it seems like, so wife number one, he only had one kid with, but it seemed oh. like he really liked number two because they had six. Yeah. Number three, five. No, she's going to have six, too, because she's pregnant, and then number four, three. Sounds like I'm talking in gibberish. So Sister Wives. September 26th. I, totally I probably will. Yeah. That I sounds watch exactly it. like something you would watch. I, I will watch it. I'll watch at least an episode of it. Yeah. And then you'll make fun of it and say how stupid it is and then secretly watch all the rest of them. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> 20 kids and counting. In other news, <laughs> a driver of a pickup truck is under arrest for allegedly crashing into several traffic signs early this morning. So uh, Colorado Springs police say 40-year-old Tracy Beardsley was towing an open trailer full of computer printers when he came upon road construction. Police say Beardsley struck a large directional sign along with several traffic control signs. You're going to have to wait for the punchline at the end. The trailer tipped over and the computer printers fell into the road. The road was shut down for several hours while police investigated the crash and cleaned up the road with all of the multiple computer printers. When officers showed up to the scene, they said that Beardsley was screaming wildly while defecating in the street and throwing up. What? On the computer printers. <laughs> he was arrested for numerous traffic violations and a DUI. <laughs> Does it explain why he was doing this? I don't know. He was pooping and throwing up on the computer printers that fell out of the back of his truck. What, was he angry with them, or he? He was. I, they didn't say. They said he was screaming Ill? nonsensically, so he wasn't screaming at the computers, but he was screaming and intermittently throwing up while defecating on them. I've wanted to destroy some printers or computers you in my to lifetime. Go all office space on those. Yes, pictures? yes, I have yeah. very much so. But uh, yeah, never uh, defecating on them didn't really <laughs> cross my mind. That seems like it'd do you more damage than it would. I mean, you, somebody's got to clean it up. <laughs> somebody's got to. Would you like a free pinter? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little flex of <laughs> feces and barf. <laughs> no. Wow. Flex of feces. Flex of feces. The great number story. Another news. Wow. <laughs> okay, next time you're around a bunch of cows, I want you to keep this story in mind. So this takes place in Sydney. The cause of a mystery eye ailment that struck about 50 visitors. As I'm rubbing my eye. Really? <laughs> that's what the story's going to be about? <laughs> About 50 visitors at a rodeo in Sydney has been traced to cow urine. <laughs> Officials from the South Australia Health Department were called in to investigate and found the cause of the eye disease outbreak was stagnant cow urine. A recent spell of wet weather may have created conditions within the pavilion where ammonia from cow urine was released, therefore releasing it into the eyes of the spectators. Where it seeped into them. Oh. About 30 people were treated on site by volunteers from the first aid group, but about 20 went to the emergency room. They've never seen an incident like this before, but they recommended please stay away from cow, cow urine after the first rain. Well, but after the first rain, you're fine, though, right? Oh, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's not go overboard here. All right. Oh, so this one has a picture. I need to find this. Um, okay. So... Headline reads, and this is not me altering it in any way, Vancouver's new speed bumps, this is Vancouver, BC, are little children. <laughs> so Vancouver, <laughs> BC, in an inventive new way to help people to slow down, are releasing a brand new speed bump that uses an optical illusion to keep drivers alert when driving through neighborhoods. So it's going to be a painting of a child that will appear to be three-dimensional when cars get within 100 feet of it, giving the drivers time enough to slow down to a stop. Once the car passes the ideal viewing distance, the image returns to its two-dimensional form. So here is, that's an example of the three-dimensional. Oh, that's child. that's creepy. Yeah. So it's a child basically running across the street with a ball, but it looks three-dimensional from a distance. And we'll put up this picture at funemploymentradio.com. 
but it's basically a 3D child in the middle of the street. Okay, but isn't that just going to desensitize them to children in the street? Because you're going to get used to that after a while, and then you're not even going to pay attention to the kid. Probably. People are just going to drive right through it. Well, they're going to. And so it's it, going to be a real kid <laughs> one time. So they're doing this as an experiment so far. It's a fifth, they're spending $15,000 on this, and it's going to run all this week, and um, the police are going to be monitoring it to see uh, if the fake you know, children in the road actually have any effect on how fast the drivers are going. Well, it will until they get used to it. Which that's is what disturbing I mean. because it's a picture of a child, a child and then you roll over it and it, there's a bump. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's kind of fucking morbid. Well, I mean, and after a while, the, the cops aren't going to be there to watch it every time. You're going to get used to the fact, oh yeah, there's a kid in the road right there. I don't need to stop. Yeah. And, oh, it's a real kid. <laughs> oh, that's daisy. so true. That's what I mean. I mean, I would get used to it. I Eventually, I'd that's not a real associate child. it. Yeah, that's part of the road. I don't need to slow down. Oh. Mm. Well, hopefully this doesn't end poorly. Uh, this is the beginning yeah. of a week-long experiment. I'll keep you posted on how it goes. All right. These Australian students? These said are, uh, no, this is Vancouver, BC. Oh, Vancouver, BC. I'm yeah. sorry. No, mm-hmm. uh, Australia has the cow urine. The, yeah, the cow okay. urine in yes. your eyes. Okay. Yes. Um, and finally, my favorite story of the day, uh, Dateline Milton. A 34-year-old Milton woman was arrested after her husband alleged she attempted to burn his boat, go-kart, and jacuzzi after an argument about Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Shannon Riska was arrested and charged with felony first-degree battery and arson. Last Thursday afternoon, Santa Rosa County, uh, County deputies were dispatched to her house in reference to an arson complaint. When deputies arrived, they noticed a boat parked in front of a trailer that was partially burned. Flames had reached the side of the trailer. Uh, so lawmen were meant by Robert Riska, who stated that his wife Shannon had burned his boat and his go-kart that was parked next to the trailer. So... Robert told deputies he had been in an altercation with his wife the night before and that they had watched a movie that starred actress Jennifer Lopez. Robert stated that his wife was very jealous of Jennifer Lopez and didn't like him seeing her in the movie and that she had made him (laughs) repeatedly promise never to watch a movie with Jennifer Lopez in it, especially Made in Manhattan because she thought she looked really sexy in it. (laughs) He said an argument then ensued over the actress and both went to bed and Shannon later left the house and stayed at her friend's house. The next day, Robert was hanging out at his next-door neighbor's house drinking, and his wife pulled up in her vehicle, saw him drinking, and became agitated. Shannon then walked outside of their trailer, started pulling the hoses off the monitor of his go-kart, and lit it on fire. <laughs> I'm sure there's quite a threat that Jennifer Lopez is going to fall for this this guy, too. Oh, you haven't heard about Robert Risk? <laughs> he is fucking hot. He's got a go-kart. <laughs> Shannon was later I mean, arrested. Really? What is there to be worried about here? Oh, well, he, he taunts her, too. Shannon was later arrested and interviewed at the jail where she stated that both she and her husband had been fighting throughout the night and the following day. Shannon said Robert called her several times, verbally harassing her and telling her he was going to watch a Jennifer Lopez movie <laughs> marathon. <laughs> she told her that then she became irate and let the go-kart on fire. <laughs> so if you want to keep your marriage happy, just like Shannon and Robert, keep Jennifer Lopez <laughs> out of the marriage. I'm going to watch Julia. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. You can't stop me. Wow. I'm watching Selena. <laughs> That's actually a really good movie. Selena. Yeah. Oh, Selena. Edward James almost. I cry every time I watch that movie. Well, we all know how it ends. <laughs> Not well. No. No. That's your world of crazy. <laughs> Uh, well, I suppose we should probably wrap up. Yeah, it's about time about... to make way, huh? Um, do we have confirmation on something, Kenny? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, uh, possibly a very big star appearing on oh Fun Employment Radio. God. Uh, we don't want to. No, not knock on wood. No. We're not going to say who it is, but so it uh, might be tomorrow, right? Might be tomorrow. Nope. Sorry, I just started at the beginning. La la la. There we go. Yes, we're um, professionals here. <laughs> yes, we are. So we'll let you know uh, if. Uh, Sorry, I'm just a little thrown off. Like, that was the happen. last thing that happened to me before I left my house was the fucking plants in my wrist dream. Like, I woke up, I'm like, great, now it's time to get in the shower. Yeah, apparently it can really happen. I'm just saying, I mean, you need to be careful of any open wounds. I guess Screw even, you, Kenny B. I guess even putting, like, disinfectant on and stuff doesn't work because it didn't work for this girl. Because I do have my hairbands on it and they, like, have a lot of moisture. And what if I have, like, plant seeds? Oh, that's probably the perfect place for them to start growing. They need moisture. 70 to 100 thorns a day. Shoot us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Go to the Fun Employment Radio forum and voice whatever you want to voice, especially everybody who wants to complain about my picks. Um, And uh, don't forget, you can go to funemploymentradio.com and 
make a donation or purchase a t-shirt or beer koozie. <laughs> all right there at funemploymentradio.com. That's not all I had. I'm just creeped out right now. We'll be back tomorrow with Plant Lady. (laughs) Oh, you're such a... What am I, Plantimal? (laughs) It's Greg and (laughs) Plantimal. I just keep getting repeatedly offended that you're merging plant and animal, when I should be a plant and a mammal. Well, a mammal is an animal. Yeah, but I don't want to be an animal. I'd rather be a Plantimal. 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 But but a mammal is an animal. I just want to be a mant. I like Plantimal, though. Fine. (laughs) You know what I don't like? Hmm. You. Oh, bam! <laughs> I'm wearing <out>. Zinger! <laughs> All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio. Check them. I was trying to find a feed me Seymour thing, and I couldn't <laughs> find it. <laughs>